go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go getter, put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. What's going on, everybody? This is the Tribe 44 Podcast, presented to you by United Citizens Bank of Southern Kentucky. It's a bank to come home to because it's locally owned and operated. UCB provides the best in customer-first care in Adair County. United Citizens Bank, we do it all right here. For the show's intents and purposes, I'm your host, Will Rich, and I'm joined yet again tonight by our fearless leader, Clay Turner. Clay, how are you? I'm doing great, Will. How are you? I'm doing wonderfully, Clay. Doing a lot better. I think I most people should know this by now, Clay, but I don't know if everybody knows. You know, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago we've been going through a lot, you know, personally here at the Rich House. But we had, you know, we'd had a couple in the house with COVID. I am vaccinated after everybody had kind of recovered from COVID. Then I did a show two weeks ago, did the show with uh, something called pleurisy. See, it's, Clay, it's like you're having a heart attack. Uh, your lungs are like something is inflamed around your lungs. We can't figure out why I had that. But then it went from that to having a big time. I got to go to Atlanta, went to St. Louis for a couple of days. So we've been running around the world the last couple of weeks, but everything's kind of calmed down in the Ridge household. But we were going actually to St. Louis and we were passing somewhere. I don't know if you've ever been somewhere like this, Clay, Evansville, Indiana. You've been to Evansville? I probably have, but I can't think of a certain time I have. Okay, well, Evansville, of course, is the team that beat Kentucky with uh, Walter McCarty was their coach at the time, yeah. right, before he got in trouble. Yeah. They beat Kentucky. but that, And that was the only thing that I knew about Evansville. But for some reason, it was very familiar to me. And it made me think of this question that I wanted to ask you tonight, Clay. And we're going to have to work quickly because we've got a lot to cover tonight. But what is the like the most embarrassing form of entertainment or the most embarrassing thing that you, like, really enjoy? Uh, I'm a, I don't watch it anymore, but I used to be a big WWE guy. Some people would call that embarrassing. Uh, that's not embarrassing. Come on, Clay. Go. I, I tell you what, I actually, I'm a huge fan of the YouTube videos react. Uh, you, do you know what that is, Will? Okay. So like somebody sings something and you watch them react to that. Well, that I love, but like there's this YouTube channel called react and it's these people from kids to elderly and they react to these certain things and stuff. It's kind of a kiddish, but then if you want to go, the, another thing that probably people don't know, but I love musicals. That may be what it is. Oh, now that's not embarrassing. I love musicals. I'm, that's probably, I'm a, I wouldn't say that's the most embarrassing. I'd say for both of us, that's like the most out of character thing that we like. I'm a big sound of music person. I love Oklahoma. I like, I like a lot of those movies like that. I love musicals and Broadway shows and things like that. That's probably the most out of character thing that I really, really enjoy. Like I'll go to local theater, Clay. You will find me at the star theater. Shout out to the star. <laughs> oh yeah. I go, barn. I go to the star theater, some stuff like that. You'll or the barn lot theater. Uh, you'll find me there. I appreciate things like that. I can't do it. And I think I appreciate the fact that people can, and it, it's really entertaining to me. But that wasn't what I was going to hit at, Clay. The reason I was asking you is because I wanted to see if yours was worse than mine. I don't know that it is. I am a huge, uncomfortably huge Reba McIntyre fan, Clay. Well, if you if you go through that, that probably is mine. It's not Reba, but my, my music genre is probably like 14-year-old girl. So, <laughs> so I'm like... Be- I may be fifty-seven-year-old girl, or you're <laughs> I'm, fourteen. Yeah, like I'm a big Olivia Rodrigo fan. If you know who that is, but yeah. 
I don't. I actually don't. She's, but I'm she's 17. She but there, at, Clay, at the same time, I'm a 57-year-old woman, apparently. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> because I love Reba McIntyre. And going through Evansville reminded me that back before COVID started that I had purchased tickets to go see her, actually. And she was supposed to be in Evansville, and that's actually coming up again. So – I, I got excited again, and then she put out an album, and I've listened to it. And let me tell you, Matt Jones doesn't like the song Fancy, but you know what? Will Rich does. I'm all about it because it's your one chance, and Fancy didn't let her down, and I'm <laughs> all about that. That song, let me tell you, it gets me it, – it, I, I, I really like it. I like a lot of Reba stuff. But that's my most embarrassing thing, Clay. And now everybody that listens to this show, all 16 people, really – know that about me as well and that's what it's about here clay we're all a family we know each other's weird stuff yeah so. the, the turner family has probably seen the reba show probably three times every episode oh, yeah. I've, I like I've seen it i like it a lot but now reba you can't can't hardly beat reba for me that's where it's at for me uh but speaking of georgia we're going to talk to a guy from georgia or coming to us from georgia tonight our first segment brought to you by downey eye clinic downey's has been the leader of optometry services in adair county since 1981 and they are committing to providing the best personalized eye care possible for the people of Columbia. So, Clay, without further ado, why don't you introduce our guest for tonight? Tonight, we're having a special guest. He's actually on mine and Will's all-time team. I have this man as on my D-line, and Will has him as his fullback. Uh, I played with him for two years. He played from 06 to 09, the football years, and we were joined by Tim Beard. Tim, how are you tonight, man? Hey, how are y'all? Yeah, I'm doing all right. How y'all doing? All right, doing good, doing good, doing good. Tim, usually Clay kicks us off and keeps us rolling, but I'm going to ask the first question tonight because I just want to make sure that you tell everybody what you're into these days, what you're doing, and where you're at. All right, yeah, I'm a, I'm actually, I'm actually in the army. I'm a military police officer. I'm down at Fort Stewart, Georgia, in Hinesville, just right outside of Savannah. If you ever been down that way? Okay. So that's awesome. uh, down there for four years. And I'm actually leaving next month. I'm going overseas. I can't really tell you where I'm going for OPSEC purposes, but I'll be going overseas next month. So it don't sound as cool. It's not as cool as it sounds. So don't, I ain't bragging about it. <laughs> well, we appreciate you and we thank you for your service. Want to make sure we do that up yeah. front is thank you for your yeah. service. Uh, but I do also it. want to bring up a time that I doubt you remember this, but you and I had a public speaking class together with the great Steve Martin. And oh, yeah. we, ha- we had to do a letter. It was right after, right before, rather, right before Dakota Meyer had won the uh, Medal of Honor. And he was coming mm-hmm. to speak at the school. And so Steve, Mr. Martin, had us write a letter and present it to the class that we were going to write to an active military member, someone in service currently. And you have a line in that letter that I have carried with me forever. And you you started your letter by saying, I don't know if you remember this at all, but I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty lately, so I know exactly what you're going through. Do you still do you still feel that way? Or has, has things changed? Oh, Oh, thank yeah, things have changed a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't remember that, <laughs> but I, I, I could see myself doing something silly like that. That's, that's funny. 
Spoiler alert for anybody who wants to join the military, it's nothing like Call of Duty. (laughs) Okay. Get that out of your brain. (laughs) Okay. So just so we get that out in the open, it is not (laughs) just like Call of Duty. Okay. No, 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 not at all. (laughs) And then my wife, Samantha, you remember Samantha. She wanted Mm -hmm. to, first of all, she wanted to say hi. Uh, Oh, yeah. And then second of all, she wanted to ask if you still play the that bubble game that you were bubble so good game. at. Oh my goodness. Yeah, me and Sam in the computer class, we played that game every day. And we we <laughs> we'd get to like the last level. And I can't ever remember if we beat it or not, but we'd always get there and we probably lost that game probably a thousand times. <laughs> that game I do remember. Right there. <laughs> Well, well, now that we've asked the important questions, I'll get, I'll let uh, Clay take it from here for a little while. All right, Tim. Where did your passion for football come from? Okay, well, it's kind of a funny story. A lot of these answers are going to be stories because that's just how I tell. That's just how that's I. What, how that's I what I we want. So this story on how I got to football, right? My mother would put me in all kinds of sports because she liked us to be active and do things outside the house, and I thank her for that all the time but first my first the passion of football like I didn't have any sports legends in my family my daddy didn't do much sports my mama didn't but mama put me in everything and I tried everything to see what I liked so the first one was basketball and I played little league basketball and I kept getting in trouble because I would steal the ball from my own players like we would be on offense trying to drive down the court and I'd be stealing them from our point guard you know and that didn't work out. And then I went to Little League uh, baseball or t-ball. And I would get up there, and, I, and I'll and i never forget this. My mom actually has it on recording. I hit, knocked the ball off the tee, and then took off the third. And they're like, no, 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 go the other way. And I got the third, and I ran across the pitcher's mound and went to first. <laughs> so that one didn't really work. But then mama put me in football, and that kind of – that was what I needed because I was a big, I was bigger for a little, you know, kid. And I always like to run into people and kind of get aggressive with people. And I like to wrestle, you know, me and my dad had all kind of wrestling matches. So mom's like, yeah, put them in football. I think he'll like that. And that's just kind of how it happened. And when I first got hit, you know, popped right in the mouth one good time. That's when I was like, oh, yeah, this is it. You know, that's where my passion came just from playing playing Little League football and that competitiveness. And it was just like, in my head, it was just a wrestling match every time the ball was snapped, you know. So that's kind of where I started loving the game of football, really. And that and that carried over until I started kind of making it into like a, a skill and then actually learning the game. And then I would start playing like those old, I don't know you remember them, the old NCAA games, and I'd play oh, yeah. them. And then I got into Kentucky and watching Kentucky football and then I was like, oh, I love it. And then that's when I really started, you know, that's where my passion came from. From when I was a kid and it being the only sport I was really any good at. So, Tim, you t- we talked to you before we, you know, started recording. You said that you actually was an old lineman at one point in your career in middle school. Tell us about that change to eventually becoming a D lineman and, you know, eventually becoming a fullback. Yeah, well, I was a offensive lineman for through my little league years. And then in middle school, I think it was eighth grade, they actually gave me a shot at my, uh, running back. But most of my time was on the offensive line. And then I was an O-lineman for all the way up until high school. And then uh, for defense, I was a linebacker. And then after middle school, I went to high school and Coach 
And my freshman year or my freshman year in high school, I played left outside linebacker, and I was backup to Jonathan Williams, who was a great a great player, really good fullback, really tough guy. I learned a lot from him. And uh, a fellow, I don't know if you remember Joseph Willis. He uh he taught me a lot too. He was my quarterback my freshman year, and I didn't really know the plays. So when I go in, he would always look at me and like, Tim, you're going left. And I was like, oh great, wonderful. So he always told me, but how I how I came from an offensive lineman to the backup fullback was just when I got a little older, you know, when I got into my freshman year, I, they they seen that I was actually pretty quick for a bigger guy, and I wasn't huge, you know, I wasn't like above them all. I don't know if you remember above them all. He was just like the biggest dude I knew, <laughs> and like Dennis Lloyd. Some of these players that I played with freshman year, I wasn't that big. You know, so they're like, yeah, well, we'll put you on. We'll give you a shot at running back because you're quick and you're big. So that's how my transition from offensive lineman to fullback kind of happened. Tim, which one did you like better, fullback or D-line? Nothing feels better than scoring a touchdown. That's a great feeling. But absolutely nothing feels better than laying a big hit. That was something I loved. Like, defense was my passion. I loved it. I loved hitting people. Uh, the big hits, the them big third down plays, you know. Making those big tackles—that was that—that that was the feeling I loved the most, my hands down. Because offense, you know, <laughs> you get hit a lot, and especially as the fullback, you know, you get hit every play. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. But, yeah, yeah, you're getting it or not, you're getting slapped in the mouth. You're kind of the the sacrificial lamb, to say. They kind of just slap you either way. But defense, you got to do the hitting. So that was kind of my, that was my passion for it. Tim, a deep. At D-line, did you have a swim move, or what was your go-to move when it came to the D-line? Oh, it was – it was. I didn't like the swim move because if you go over, it gives that offensive lineman a chance to get up under your pads. My my favorite was just the, the, old, the bull rush, get up yeah. under their pads and jerk them. So it's like the push and jerk. So you just push them up, pull them down to the side. That's, that was my favorite. Or, or if you got – Get old fat offensive lineman that's real slow, wasn't good on his feet, just slap him in the side of the head, run right by him. <laughs> that was, uh, like I said, I wasn't the best football player. I was just tough and would get after it. Tim, one thing I remember about you playing with you is I think you actually threw up more than any player I've actually ever played any type of sports <laughs> with. Do, do you still do that with military? No, not as much anymore. And the main reason being is it was just poor condition on my part. You know, I was too busy with other things when I was outside of football. You know, I, it, that was mainly what it was. But a lot of it was I would I would try to go my hardest, you know, and I'd go until I threw up. And and I kind of got I kind of broke that habit now. But I still sometimes on those big long runs, he kind of wants to come back to me. But that was I I, I took a lot of a lot of jabs from that. Yeah, all through my high school, everyone told me that. I'd throw up everywhere. I don't know if you remember uh, Jordan Best or Taylor Hutchinson from Russell oh, yeah. County. From Russell County, yeah. Yeah, well, we, we were playing them one night, and they were always good friends of mine, even though they played, you know, they played in Russell. But uh, through Joe Grider, I know you know Joe. Yeah. But I made friends with uh, Jordan Best and Taylor Hutchinson and Martin Cross, all these guys I played against. And uh, I remember one, one play, we were down on like the – they were getting ready to score. At they the one-yard line, yeah. I, on the one-yard line. Yeah, I remember this, actually. Yep, and uh, we got a uh, – someone came up, got a big hit. I can't really remember. I think it was Derek Grant, if I can remember. Came up, got a big – I can't remember who it was, but someone got a big hit. 
knocked the ball loose. And I picked it up on the one-yard line and ran it all the way back for a touchdown. And uh, when I got in the end zone, Jordan Best came up to congratulate me. You know, he was going to pat me on the back. And as soon as he touched me, I was just like, oh. <laughs> and I looked up at him and I was like, thank you, Joe. Oh. And, my, and he said the grossest thing, the, the worst thing that could happen, I threw up in my, in my, in my uh, mouth tube came out. Oh. Uh, and the ref came over to me and looked at me, and he said, son, if you're going to play, you're going to have to put that mouthpiece back in. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, no. Oh, no. So yeah. I looked at him, and he looked right in my eyes and said, you're going to have to put that thing back in if you're going to play. And I was like, oh, no. And I just put it back <laughs> in, just bared and grinned it. That's, oh, fun- it That's funny, Tim, because I actually remember that exact play. Because I was in, and I was in the pile trying to get the fumble, and I look up, and you're at the 40-yard line running the other way. Do you, do you remember who laid that hit? I can't I don't. remember. I just I can still I see myself like on the ground in the pile, and I I just see you running the other way. And, you know. <laughs> but no, I did not know the story though of you throwing up in the end zone on that one. Yeah, Mar- uh, if you ask, if you go back and ask Martin or any of the rest of the kind of guys, they they tell you I was on the ground. My knee was touching <laughs> when they they was like, "Yep, the only reason you scored there is his knee was on the ground." I think they won no. that one, so they might as well give us that one. Yeah. Yeah, they won that one. Yeah, they had they had to throw me a bone. Tim, what's what's your favorite memory from high school football? Well, my favorite memory of high school football was my it was my first shot as it was when I actually got the starting spot for fullback. I can't remember if it was my junior year or sophomore year, but we were playing a team in Greene County, but it wasn't Greene County. It was Everett. They're an Eastern Kentucky team. I don't know if you ever heard of them or know anything about them but they came to green county and we played them and it was hot man real hot and um uh, christian stevens was the starting fullback and he went down and they're like all right next man up you know and he's like all right beard get in there you know run the play coach uh short you know he came up talked to me and told me the play he's like yeah you're going in you're gonna do great you know remember what you learned you know i was like okay cool it's my first play running as a fullback and they, I'm, I remember the play. It was zero thirty six waggle, and it was just a little sidestep from the fullback. Do the read, I knew it. So I was like, all right. So did my little sidestep, got the ball, and I was expecting, you know, five, you know, five yard run, but I broke loose, and it was, it was touchdown. You know, it was like a thirty four yard touchdown from uh, my first play as a fullback, and I remember running in. And I was running, you know, sprinting down the field, and I got tackled right in the pylon, and I kind of fell into the pylon, and I was laying there. And Jeffrey Ward came up to me and started shaking me. And I was like, oh, my God, it was so hot. And I was like, wanting to throw up, but he was shaking me as he was looking over me. I was like, did I score? He's like, yeah, he scored. He picked me up. And I took like three <laughs> steps and just started throwing up. Everywhere. But <laughs> it, it, I, that was, that's a memory I'll never forget. My first touchdown, that was awesome. Like, that was a great feeling. And then after that, they're kind of like, all right, man, we need to get this guy some reps. So then, then I kind of took over as the starting fullback after that. So that was my – for me, that's like, okay, this is that's when I was like, all right, I can do this. Like, this, I, I can be pretty good at this level, you know. Tim, we were talking before we recorded. Talk about the legend of Alexis Tooley playing middle school football. You, you blocked for her. You know, oh, I've yeah. heard Seth talk about stories about Alexis playing, but – I was younger, so I never saw it. But tell us, you know, something that you oh. remember about that those playing days. Oh, she was our best player. <laughs> she really was. She was fast, and no one knew it. Like, like a lot of people didn't know she was a, a girl out there running, but 
we'd play teams and we would, we would stomp them. And Alexis would score like three touchdowns a game. Like she was awesome. She was definitely our best player. She was our, definitely our fastest player. No one, no one ever hit her. No one ever touched her. But let me tell you something. One of the toughest girls I've ever met. She would take a hit that would make me just like, oh God, I wouldn't want that. They, people wouldn't like go easy. The people would just lay her out. She'd pop back up and let's go. Let's get it again. Yeah, she was she was our like our best toughest player, hands down. It's crazy. Talk about toughest players. That was middle school of the years you played in high school, Tim. Who do you think the toughest player you played in high school with? Toughest player, I would have to say, someone who could just lay a hit and take a hit and keep on ticking. I would have to say Colton Hadley. Oh, Colton was tough as long as he knew where he was. It's yeah, almost, <laughs> I don't know if you remember yeah. that one time. I think he got a concussion, and started walking towards yep. the other. Other sidelines, yep. but uh, yep, yep. I, I, uh, I, I remember that. I remember looking at him in the uh, at halftime. It was a, I can't remember. It was a home game. I can't oh, remember. It was home. He looked yep. so dazed and confused. It's not even funny. Oh, yeah. I was sitting there talking to him. We 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 shared a locker. Like we were sitting right next to each other, and I was talking to him. And, you know, we were talking about the game, and well, I was talking about the game, and he was just kind of staring off into nothing. And I was like, Colton, you all right? And he just looked at me. Yeah, boo, I'm all right. I was like, oh, dang, man, you need you need to go, you need to go to the hospital. But let me tell you something. Like, he 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 was tough. Bro. That was probably the toughest player I ever played with. He he just had the grit to him. You're talking about your locker makes me think of a story. Do you remember the practice jersey story with Coach Graves? Oh my goodness, Coach Graves made me put that practice jersey on. Yeah, tell is that tell what you're talking about? What happened? Yeah, tell everybody what happened. Okay, well we had a, we had an away game and. uh I, uh, we were, well, Coach Graves was always big, you know, if you're going to, you know, when you get back to the, when you get back to the field after a game, you know, take your bag and put them in the laundry room. I was like, okay, well, this, and I always rode the bus back with the team, but this one time I rode back with my mama and I asked somebody, I can't remember who it was. I asked somebody to grab my bag and make sure you put it in the laundry. Well, it didn't happen. And that Monday when we got back, I had to practice. Coach Graves was like, he took our game jerseys. And laid them out, and he had, and I had my bag laying right in front of my locker, and I was like, "What is this doing here? Like, like is it clean? <laughs> is there stuff in it?" And I opened it up, and let me tell you something: that the smell of that jersey would have knocked you on your hind end. It was terrible. <laughs> Coach Grace comes down, he's like, "Oh, hey Tim, you didn't put your laundry room on. Guess what you're practicing in today? Go ahead and suit up." So I had to suit up in that sweaty, <laughs> nasty bag laundry. <laughs> jersey that's been sitting in there cooking so i had to wear it i had to wear it during that practice and oh my goodness i the i, I took so much <laughs> everyone was making fun of me we'd go up to get in the huddle you know getting ready to run a play and everybody else is in you know it's monday like half half, half suit up and i'm in my full gear and people are like god damn you stink get out of the huddle they're kicking me out i never forgot my laundry bag again though <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I actually remember that practice, Tim. I do. Cause it was, oh my goodness! Everybody, you know how all the guys we played with were—they like to pick at you too. So it, I was just an easy target that day. I'm talking about te- teammates. Who who was your favorite teammate you've ever had? Favorite teammate. All right, and a lot. Okay, I had a. Um, I listened to y'all's podcast where y'all was naming off all these great players through their county, and I agreed with all of them. Like. It was like an honor to be on there with some of these guys that I looked up to when I was playing. But one person I thought that should have been on there that wasn't, uh, Dustin Grace. He was an awesome – he got hurt, and I understand that. He didn't really get to go show his skills, but 
he was a great player. And that was my favorite player to play with because I learned a lot from him. Like, when I'd get into the game and I'd get kind of overwhelmed and I'd just be, like, hollering and, like, trying to – he would kind of center me back. He was one of the – he was one of the smartest players I ever played with. And he was a – he was a linebacker and he was – a lot of people didn't get to see him play because he broke his ankle, but he was good, man. He, uh, he, great he was a really nice player. Oh, Yeah. Quarterback and defensive linebacker, man. He uh, linebacker and quarterback. He like, I think that that season, the where Dustin went down, I think that was our senior year. I think we would have done significantly better if he didn't hurt himself. I, I, I think we would have won a lot more games because oh, that, that man could read the offense better than anyone actually, I've ever thought. Tim, he was one of those that we talked about, Dustin, and another one you mentioned, actually Joseph Willis. You know. We talked about them, tossed them back and forth as, at the quarterback spot because you look at, you know, we'll talk about Justin or Dustin here again in just a second, but you talk about <laughs> Joseph Willis. You know, that team's 0-10, oh, yeah. oh, and, and then he plays in their 4-6, and six, and then he graduates in their 0-10 again. Yep. So it's oh, like, yeah. Great. What, like what, what was different? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Joseph was like – he he was a hell of a player though. Like you, like uh, I, and, and talking about tough too. Like you know, toughest player I played with. You know, I might have to dial it back and like oh, maybe it was Del. He he was a tough. He was a tough cookie, and he always and he was always real nice to me because I I reckon he was a senior when I was a freshman. I can't really remember that far back, but I'm pretty sure it was his sen- uh, senior year. I can't remember, but he was uh he was always real right. nice. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right I think there. He was senior and I was a freshman. He was always real nice, and he kind of helped me out with football. So I owe then, some of my success to him. But then Dustin is in that same category because you're what, oh, like three and zero at the point that he gets hurt. Yeah, we're three and zero. We're we're playing Monroe County. Monroe County. Yep, that's who and, we're playing. Which Monroe was really good. They they would probably would have beat us, you know, healthy anyway. But he gets hurt that game. He breaks his ankle, and Tim, I'm sure you remember that's the year that we had a lot of injuries that year. We had yeah. Mm-hmm. Colton was out for a lot of games. Yep. Fred Maynard played quarterback some. Yeah. Jared Denton played quarterback Denton. some towards ACL. And then at the end, Tyler McGahey ended up being Tyler McGahey eight and don't and you know, he was he was a good player too. Tyler yeah, you was know, and you talk about tough. Tyler was Tyler wasn't the biggest thing, but he was no nope. really tough kid and he do exactly what you wanted. Exactly. Yeah. He was good. And it's hard. Like, anyone to take over the offense he was running. Like, the reason Dustin was so good at it is because he's done it his whole life. You know, his yeah. dad, Coach Gray, like, lived by the option, right? And that's not an offense you can kind of just go out there and, all right, let's hike it and go, you know? Yeah. yeah. You have to kind of know what you're doing. And Tyler picked up picked up in it really well. You know, I, I was I, – I, I like playing with Tyler. He, he, was, he was good. I don't even know if you know this, but there's a game on YouTube from your senior year against Edmondson County. Did you know there's a game on YouTube with that? No, I I, I ain't seen it. Well, the reason why I'm saying this is I think you remember this play. There is a play where a quarterback's going right, and you basically spear the guy for a sack on fourth down. Yeah, I actually got to see that the other day. And I uh, I can still see it in my head, Tim, because I was out – I think I was probably outside linebacker. But I still remember seeing you have the guy in the air basically with a suplex. Oh, yeah. I remember that play. That uh, actually, I haven't seen that. I haven't. Seth, uh, Seth actually sent me that video via Facebook Messenger, and I looked at it and I was like, "Dang, I brought back some memories." I remember that. I remember that. Just that was a 
that was a pretty big hit. That was one of my uh, probably one of my best hits I had. And I I remember that play when I was watching that uh, video he sent me. It was bringing back a lot of football memories, you know. It did, and like I said, I I totally forgot about that play, but as soon as I saw it, I could go back to on the field seeing you do that. Oh yeah. I, yeah, that was – yeah, I, I haven't seen the, the – is it the full game or is it just the clip? The the full game's on there. Oh, really? I'm going to have to watch it. Just, you know, you know yeah, go down memory lane. It is. All the – like, you think about it, you know, you look back and you're like, man, if I would have went just a little bit harder, you know, like I'd have a lot of that, you know. Man, yeah. I, I would have just gave a little bit more effort there. You know, maybe I could have been a little better. Maybe we would have won. That's a lot of that when I look at that, like, old – like those football clips and things people send me, a lot of that's like, well, what could I have done better? You know, like I could have, like I, if I would have went just a little harder, you know. I don't know if there's anybody that watched you play that thought you could have went any harder, especially if you, you know, you've talked about two different touchdowns and you threw up after both of them. So that's going pretty hard <laughs> in my book. Yeah, I, I played with I played with a guy, and I promise you, I don't think, I don't know anybody who played harder or got more out of his body than Tim Beard. Every ounce of, that he had, he gave, like, and, you know, I'm going to tell on Tim on one thing. You put Tim on a pass and he's trying to catch it, good luck. I'm saying yes. And Tim, <laughs> but, but, Tim, Tim we not you. blessed with the best hands in the world. Clay, we don't insult our guests. Tim will tell you that. No, he's speaking nothing but truth. I couldn't catch a cold. But I tell you what, <laughs> he put his hand in the ground, he'd get a football He's going to run it as hard. And I'll tell you what, nose tackle, Tim wasn't the biggest nose tackle in the world. But, boy, he got through there, and he would hit you. Number 19, you would see, you know, all game in the backfield. And there may be three guys he ready to hit him when he hits the ball. But I guarantee he's going to go forward. He almost never went back. Yeah, that was kind of just how I looked at, looked at football. You know, just give it the best you could every time. Because you only get – you really think about it, like a football play, right? There's only about, you know, you get a break, you know. There's like 10 to 15 seconds that you're going as hard as you can go. Then you get a little break. Then you go right back into it. So it's like if you can go that as soon as the ball snaps so the play's over, you can go that hard. You can go as hard as you can go for that little amount of time. You know, and, and that's how I just kind of played it in my head. And that's like not saying I didn't get tired, like, by the time I was sucking air and I was looking over at the sideline, I'm like, "Hey, man, I need, I need, I need to come off the field." I'm like, we can't get stay out there. You got to go. I'm like, "Oh, all right, okay, all right, you get back down there." Tim, Seth wanted me to ask you one. I, he wanted me to ask you about the Uncrustables. Oh my goodness! Yeah, this is a story. Well, it was a. I'll never forget it. This was a Monday, and they were doing a JV football game, and the JV was awesome because we'd always we had a short practice. And then we would go support the guys who were playing. Well, Coach Peck would always go through uh, film with us. So we, I walked in, and it was after our short practice, you know, what an easy day. We walked in, and it was me, Fred Maynard, and Colton. And we walked into back, like, the coach's room. We weren't even really supposed to be back there, but I was doing something. I was trying to find something for my cleats, and I looked at a box, and there was Doritos and those Uncrustables. Those little jelly sandwiches with the okay. peanut butter in them. They're like I, little sealed off peanut butter sandwiches. And uh, I love those things. And I walked in, and Coach Peck, you know, he's sitting there looking at the film, kind of going over notes to go over with us. And I was like, hey, Coach Peck, is, uh, are, these, are these for us to eat? Whose are these? And he was like, you know, and I don't blame him at all. He looked at us like, I don't know. Eat them. I don't know who they are. You know, he wasn't paying no attention to us. He was really into football, like in his football mindset. 
And I was like, well, guys. And I look over, I was like, y'all want to eat some the jelly sandwiches? And I was like, yeah. So we all go back there. And I go and grab three or four of them. And I'm sitting in my, I'm sitting in my little cubby, and I'm just smacking these things. I love these things. You know, we're eating them, and we're chopping it up, you know, just going, having a good time. And then Coach Graves walks in, and he, like, does a double take. I'll never forget it. Walks into the room, looks me right in the eye. And it's all of us. You know, we got Doritos. We're having a party. He looks at us, walks back into the coach's office, turns around, looks back at us again. He goes, everybody outside right now. And he, he gets us up. He's like, that was the food for the JV football team. What are we going to feed them? Runs us out onto the field before the JV game. Runs us out onto the field. And he's like, we're going to run. We're going to run 100-yard dash. Like, we were literally running up and down the field. He's like, we're going to run until everyone out here throws up those crusts and crusts. <laughs> it took me about a 100-yard dash, and I started throwing up because I'm full of jelly sandwiches. You know, I'm full of it. And Coach Gray's like, that doesn't count. Keep running. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So he, 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 he smoked us out there. For pro- like it, up until the, the, the bus was rolling in for the JV game to start. And he's like, all right, now we can go watch film. <laughs> that was <laughs> my heart dropped when he came in and looked at me. Because Coach Graves wasn't a guy to yell. You know, he, he was a he was a great coach. I, I loved him. But he was he was a he was a player's coach and I love that guy. I owe a lot of my success in life to him. But when he yelled at me and told me to get up and go outside, I was like, Oh no. <laughs> the fear. <laughs> the fear. Tim, I actually when Seth talked about Uncrustles, I had no clue where it was gonna go. And I actually, oh, remember, yeah. I actually remember that 100%. And I, oh, got, no. I got really lucky because I had a groin injury. So all I had to do was do the bike. So to say, oh. I, to say <laughs> I got off on that is an understatement. Oh, yeah. He, he been us forever. I, that was, you know, and even in like the military, you know, we, we have to do like physical training. So that was the hardest. Like if you get in trouble, you know, you got to do PT, you know. That was probably the hardest I've ever been smoked with <laughs> Coach Eric Graves not that day. I'll, I'll never forget that. that, was, that Tim, was la- last question, Tim. is going to be a little bit lighthearted. Did you watch wrestling okay. growing up? I feel oh, like yeah. you did. Talk about wrestling. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every player that you played with, freshman year to senior year, there's a Royal Rumble. Who's the last person standing? In the Royal Rumble? Yep. Who's the last person left from, in the ring? Fre- okay. From freshman to senior year. Okay. Now I kind of got to say, I think I think I got just about everybody sophomore no. to senior. I, I'm I gonna, gonna say, put myself in. There. You would be in there, I guarantee. I would I would have probably jumped out myself. I'd have been like, oh, <laughs> I, I can't do this. But let me tell you something. We played my freshman. We played against some pretty big fellas. Yeah, you know, like in 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 they could have just been there big because I was so small. You know, I was a freshman little kid. You know, but there were some guys like I don't know if you. Uh, like Dennis Rowe, do you remember him? Like, do you remember Dennis him? Dennis Rowe's a big like Dennis. If Dennis Rowe, I'm thinking of Dennis Rowe's about six four, probably three hundred, right? Oh yeah, massive man. Like, yeah. I don't know if I could have moved him. You know, yeah. Bubba Moss. I don't know if I could move no Bubba. You know, he's a big guy. It'd be like the Roar, you know, when they get the bigger guys, you get about six or seven to take tag up on the the big guys that, to get him that, over the rope. That's exactly. We'd had to do that. We'd had to. <laughs> yeah. But that would have been an interesting thing to see. Maybe, maybe we could do that. Next yeah, time I'm man. back in club, I'm just going to yeah. call all the guys. Just hey, I'll, 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 I'll do a Royal Rumble. 
I don't we'll know if they're the last one standing, but somebody would have enjoyed that more than I think anybody on that whole – if anybody that you played with might have been Tyler Knight. Tyler Knight oh. got into some wrestling. <laughs> Tyler Knight? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I was – I actually – last time I was home, I got to catch up with Tyler Knight. He's he, down in Bowling Green. We went down there, and I went over his house, and we, we drank a couple beers at the bar, and we went over his house. He, he's, we got to catch up. Yeah, I uh, have a good. Still, I, like him a lot. I I played my eighth grade year. I played baseball. Tyler is a senior, and I have a good Tyler Knight story, but it is not podcast. I don't think it's suitable for the so, podcast. Yeah, oh it yeah, is not no, podcast appropriate. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot of stories. Of Ty- yeah, I I have to <laughs> PG rated. <you> know. <laughs> uh, oh, oh man! But I, speaking of baseball, I have to shout out. I told my buddy I was talking to you, uh, Trey Garman. Uh, you, you know that man? Yeah, Trey Garman. Yeah. Well, I was talking to him earlier, and I told him I was doing the podcast, and he told me, he was like, make sure you shout out the 2013 golf team in Dare County High School. So I told him I would. All right. I told him. He told me to do it. Actually, right. I'm actually catching a little bit of flack for us neglecting to cover golf this year. And, and I'll tell you what, and I actually was with a couple a golfer about two weeks ago who was really good, Alex Durham, of course. We had a couple of years where golf was a really good sport in Dare County. Yes, yeah, so a shout mm-hmm. out to the 2013 Adair County High School golf team. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> he he listens, so he's going to hear that. He he tells me he listens to it. So. Good deal. Yeah. yeah, we always like yeah. to shout out listeners. Yeah, anyway. I told him I'd most holler at. Give him a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim, before we let you go, I I've actually I, I had my last story I told was actually a concussion story, and I'm going to tell another concussion story. Your sophomore year at Russellville. Oh my goodness! I don't yep. know if you remember the game. Yep. Of course, Russellville's yep, got the really, really cool stadium. Yeah. I was. I, that was after I had. Uh, I had had surgery. So, but I went. Mm-hmm. I watched from the stands. Maybe the opening kickoff. I don't remember. It was the opening kickoff of half. Yep. The opening kickoff of the half. Yeah. Yeah. You you run down, and I mean, this doesn't happen to you very often, but you just got just completely destroyed. Like did a backward somersault, and when you got up, you went to the opposite sideline and stood there for. I mean, it felt like a solid thirty seconds, and then somebody realized that you know you were wearing the opposite colored jersey and sent you back to the (laughs) other side. You remember that? Yeah, that's one. Some of those plays you don't forget. Now I've told that story a lot to my buddies. Like how hard you know we got hit. That was that's definitely the hardest I've ever been hit. It's not like I got hit by a truck. Dude knocked me completely backwards. I, but I remember because they had to actually get me up with one of those smelling salts. You know those like little the, you break the, them that box your shoes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I think it was uh, Doc uh, Doc Rogers. He came up and was like, "Hey Tim, you know, hey," and he was clapping and he put that thing up over my nose, and I was like. And it kind of brought me too. And he's like, "Do you know where we are?" And I was like, "Bowling Green." And he's like, "Ah, close enough." He got me up. <laughs> he's like, "Close enough." And he was like, "All right." So I actually walked over to the. I remember that. I walked up and got in their huddle, and these players looked at me and I'm like, "This guy's dead." I'm like, "Hey guys." <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah. That's that's one I won't forget. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one hurt. Oh, well, Tim, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. We've enjoyed having you on. You've been one of the most entertaining people that I think I've talked to. You know, I usually <laughs> talk more than this, but 
I really enjoyed sitting and listening to two former teammates talk about their about their football playing days. I don't I don't ever oh, yeah. get to do that because I didn't play. Uh, but listening to it was was a joy for me. So I'm, I think everybody's going to enjoy this as well. So again, I appreciate you. Thank you again for your service. Gosh, we, you know, I was actually all, all your stories kind of brought stuff back for me because when you were at your height of your athletic career in high school, I was working for one of the papers, writing the sports page for the paper in town, one of the papers in town, and uh, I got to kind of hang around the team and and. I'm the, I'm the dweeb of this group during football season that I didn't actually do anything, but I actually reported it. I've been reporting mm-hmm. on football for a long time. And you were uh, one of those guys that, you know, I I enjoyed. All my best pictures were of Tim Beard because I always knew you were going to get the ball, so I took pictures of you. But uh, I enjoyed getting to relive all those moments because I wasn't in the game, but I was at almost everything that you're talking about because mm-hmm. I got to write for the paper for that period of time. So I appreciate you coming on and helping me to kind of relive that period of time too so again we appreciate you being on very entertaining and we hope to have you on again sometime soon all right hey hey guys i appreciate it y'all have a good night all right we'll see y'all tim see ya see ya clay tim is might be our most entertaining guest that we've had on this show so far and i'm just going to compliment you a little bit and say that that was your best interview that you've had up to this point well thank you i I appreciate and uh i enjoyed doing it you know played with Tim for two years. Tim was an excellent football player, and him talking about those stories brought back some memories for myself. Yeah, and I think that it went so well because you got to play with Tim, and I think that's actually why baseball season went pretty good for us as far as streams and listens go because we had a lot of people that we had actually played with, and we could have that conversation. That's That, that was really good, Clay. So I Thank Tim for coming on. He was awesome. Very entertaining. Hope it does really well. And, Clay, I just wanted to brag on you for just a second because that was that was far and away, I think, your best interview. Not that you've done poorly up to this point, but just far away your best interview. Speaking of, you know, we, we've had a couple of really good guests player-wise. So we had Truck Harmon and Berto Soto on here last week. We've had Luke James and Case Cowan. Uh, and tonight's not going to be any different. Uh, during our next segment, which is brought to you by Jeffrey's Hardware. Jeffrey's is known to have what you need for your next project. So go see the folks at Jeffrey's Hardware, the friendly hardware store. So during this segment, we're going to talk to, uh, well, let, Clay, I'll let you introduce him again. This individual is a super senior. He is a tight end and a linebacker, and he also attends the youth group I help with, and we have Mr. Dawson Kahn tonight. Dawson, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are y'all? Doing good. Doing good. Dawson, you know, talking about being a super senior, what went into the thought process or the decision-making of doing that extra year? Were you on the fence for it, or was it something that you automatically knew you wanted to do? Well, going by the fact of that senior, my actual senior year with COVID and everything was just a complete wash, and I've always wanted to have a, a lot, like, Y'all know my older brother, Dylan. He's one of the most successful football teams in their kind of history. And I always watched him play. And I was like, man, I really want to be successful like he was and have a winning season and possibly even win a district championship, which this school's never done before. And, you know, the fa- the past few years, past four years I've had of high school football, it's been really rough. You know, those three years that we only won one or two games. And then senior year, COVID, we only played six games, went two and four. But this year I thought if I could return, 
with the skill that was coming up, I think that we would be really good. And college-wise, there was a plan introduced by the school and everything saying that I could return and play sports and pay like maybe 300 some dollars to take college classes instead of going to college and paying thousands of dollars, you know, just to help me get started and everything. And that was a long conversation that I had with dad and mom. And that's just finally what we decided to do. Dawson, you know, talk about wanting to come back for the team to be better, you know, and you guys are off to a heck of a start. What's been the best part for you of, you know, you've, like you said, your first four years, y'all didn't do a whole lot of winning. And this year, it's been the exact opposite. So what's been the overall feeling for you, what this year's been like? It's something that I've had to adjust to because I'm not I'm not used to winning. I go back to my middle school days and we were we were good there, but you know, that's middle school, you know, that's not high school football. And you know, my freshman through junior year, we you know we just weren't good. With our old coach, we just weren't good. We just didn't have a lot of athletes. And then my junior year Coach Isaac comes in. I tear my ACL, which completely took me out for that year too. And that was, that's another reason I came back for another super senior year for the super senior year. But um, yeah, I just I just had to really adjust to it because I'm not used to winning, and neither are you know like Dylan or Brady and Truck. We're just not really used to winning. We're used to, I mean, flat out getting dogged on. Like teams have always dogged us in the past, and now we come into this season. You know, Russell County has always been our one of our biggest rivalry games. And, you know, we played for a big trophy in that. And this year we finally got revenge on him. And, we, you know, we blew him out of the water. And that was – so far that's probably been the best experience for me because I've always I've always wanted to beat them. And it's just been a – it's just been a real big adjusting – just a real big readjusting experience and just learning how to win overall. Dawson, do you feel like the grandpa of the team with being, you know, that fifth year and you have some freshmen and sophomores playing? <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely feel like that. I think uh, some of the other guys do too. You know, with me and my two knee braces, you know, just to make sure I don't – I get called Robo. I get called Robocop all the time. That's my, that's my team nickname. And uh, fun fact, we was digging through the old equipment just for giggles today, and Coach Bryant found a cowboy collar – he was like, hey, you hurt your neck. You should wear this Friday night. That way you don't hurt anything else again. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm going to be – I think I'm going to rock the cowboy collar Friday night. Nice. Just the giggles of it. You're going to look like a 1980s football player, Dawson, with that. I, I probably will. <laughs> you know, Dawson, you play tight end. And this year you've actually – I don't know how many receptions you have, but you have a good amount. And I feel like – you know, in the years past, you've really just been a defensive guy. But now, this year, it's kind of been rose reverse. You've been more offensive. What's that been like? Yeah. Again, that's, that's also been a new adjustment for me because uh, the week before we played Russell County, I contracted COVID, and I wasn't able to practice that week and everything. But I, I got cleared before the game. And I got, a, I got, I think, two days of practice in, and they had put Byron in for me at linebacker, which I was fine with because Byron's good. And me being as old as I am, you know, I'm not saying I'm an old man, but it gives me a break. And offensively-wise, I've always been a lineman. You know, I've never touched the ball in the football game until this year, really. And 
going back to the reception. Like I, I've never gotten a pass thrown to me except that one uh, last year. I was wide open, right, wide open in the middle of the end zone. It just hit me right in the hands, and I flat out dropped it. That was that was pretty embarrassing. But uh, it's been a whole. It's just been a, a big adjustment thing for me because, like y'all said, I've always been a defensive guy, and I always took pride in playing defense. You know, I always wanted to be the meanest guy on the field. I didn't want nobody to outwork me or anything like that. But uh, once they put Byron in there, you know, I was just like, I didn't really have too big of a problem with it because Byron's good. Byron's one of the younger guys on our team that has a lot of talent and I think will be one of the best players the team will have in a couple of years. He already is, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, it's just been a whole adjustment thing. And I really enjoy playing tight end. I'm still blocking for my running backs, you know, being that type of guy that just helps them out in every way that I can because, you know, they can't do nothing without an O-line. So, yeah, it's just been a whole adjustment process. Dawson, you're talking about your team. We've asked the other players on here and stuff, so I'm going to ask you some questions we asked them. Who do you think is the funniest person on y'all's team? Oh, well, that that, <laughs> that would definitely be Byron. Um, great day. <laughs> that child, that child, he can talk and talk and talk. And he's, he, he's goofy. That is what everybody has said. We so are far. five for five on the Byron Rogers <laughs> answer. Yeah, everybody oh, has said Byron. Please don't the, tell him. I don't think he listens. <laughs> don't tell him because I've got him in class, and if he thinks he's funny, then he's going to be ten times worse. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. He knows he's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all the players laughing and the coaches at the same time. Great. I mean, sometimes we have them just shut up because he makes everybody keep laughing during practice. <laughs> oh, it's, he's one of a kind, that's for sure. But I love him. Everybody, well, the whole team loves him. He's just one of a kind. Dawson, coaches, Root Hog, who wins? Coaches? Yep. Oh goodness! Well, y'all, I don't know if y'all heard about this, but uh, before the Glasgow game, we had a little, a little brawl between Coach Isaac and Coach Hill. And I tell you what, Coach Hill got his butt whooped a little bit by Coach Isaac. It was it was a good dog fight. Uh, I <laughs> I think if Coach I think if Coach Hill was still back in his college days, I think he would whoop Coach Isaac. But you know, yeah, they, it was a little, little dog fight. They was trying to get us hyped, and they was just sitting there going at it. And uh, Coach Isaac put a little bit of a whooping on him. I won't lie. Coach Isaac, I feel like he's the type that, like, you almost have to kill him to get him down. Like, he won't stop. He, he is relentless. He is a winner. Uh, it don't matter if he went in the game and broke his leg, broke his arm. He'd still find a way to go back out there and play. Like, you literally have to kill him to take him out of the game because he's, he's just relentless. He wants to win more than anything. And more than anybody that I know, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Dawson, what is your top show that you like to watch? My top show that I like to watch? Mm. I would probably go with either The Walking Dead or The Mandalorian, which is Star Wars. One of those oh, two. Yeah. Mandalorian. I love Star Wars. Good. Well, I'm going to ask the question that I think everybody wants to know. How do you feel about having – Almost the most lines in the Christmas play every year that Clay assigns you. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's a constant. I don't, and I've never been able to figure out if it's Clay that does that to me or for it, if it's Adam that does that to me. But it's every year, and somehow I manage to get one of the biggest parts in the play when I really don't want one of the biggest parts in the play. <laughs> well, I was going to say if you if you enjoy doing that, then Adam does it. But if you don't, Clay does it. 
I've I've always enjoyed our Christmas plays. We've always put a lot of hard work into them, and Adam and Clay make sure that we, you know, we put we put our best effort out there, and they do a lot of work themselves getting everything ready and set up. I've never heard of anybody talk bad about our plays. Yeah, you know, I think people really enjoy it. From our Christmas plays to our sunrise service for Easter, you know, everybody enjoys those plays. But just the fact that I always have one of the biggest lines, it just makes me extra nervous because I don't do – I can play football in front of a huge crowd, thousands of people all night long, but if you put me out in front of a stage and have to remember lines, I'll freeze. <laughs> I will freeze. It's ridiculous. Dawson's exaggerating right now, but I'm going to let it go because it's uh, – you know, we're talking about him, so I'm going to let it go. But uh, <laughs> but I'll say this about Dawson. One year, talking about Derrick Hand football, we had Dawson Con and Case Count as our Roman soldiers. We had the oh, two good. big linebackers, you know. So we we looked, you know, they looked like Roman soldiers. They looked mean. So I thought they fit the part well. But Dawson, on a less serious, you know, another less serious note, you have a girlfriend now. When it comes no. to when it comes to who is the most competitive between you or her? Who do you think it is? Oh, it's definitely me, without a doubt. Uh, I mean, right now, it's what, like, sometimes I'll just, like, give her a punch, and she'll try and punch me back, and she won't even, like, she just gives a little tap, you know, and just, like, you're weak, and she'll just be like, okay, it's like, no competitiveness at all. So, if we ever have a match or something, I'd win, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's see how this goes over if she hears this, Dawson. See how she thinks. Oh, she's already done said she'll be listening to everything. So, can I ask you about your dad? Because I always, you know, I've always thought your dad strong looking guy. Have you ever tried to like wrestle your dad or fight your dad? Oh yeah, it's and it was not a good idea either. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a good idea. Me, me and Dylan have both tried that in the past, and it has just not been a good idea. I mean, he'll put you in a he'll put you in an armbar chokehold, and you will he'll keep you in it for five minutes. You'll never get out. Him being a marine and everything, it's just he knows he knows more stuff right, about yeah. fighting than I ever will. <laughs> He's forgot more than I'll ever know. I'd say. <laughs> oh me. Dawson, we appreciate you coming on and talking to us for a few minutes. And I see you around the school, and I've told all the rest of the guys that we've talked to this, and I really firmly believe it. It's not just me saying it, but you all represent the school very well. You represent the school very well. You represent your family and yourself very well, uh, and you represent the county very well. And I'm just proud of you, and I appreciate you for coming on and talking to us for a few minutes tonight. All right, no problem. Thank you all very much for having me. Thank you, Dawson. Thank I'll see you at the play you. practice. Talk to you later. All right, see y'all. Clay, before we move on, I just want to say Dawson is a very well-spoken kid, a good guy, good, seems like a really good kid. Dawson is, you know, instead of having me youth, he's a really good kid, really good role model for those younger younger guys. And he represents the football team very well. Yeah, awesome. Well, Clay, very quickly, because we've run into a lot of content tonight, which is a good thing, give us a rundown of what we're going to see Friday night against Washington County. Washington County is one of the few teams in high school that actually throws the ball more than they run the ball. Their quarterback is, I think he's 6'4", 6'5". He's a good basketball player. He's a sophomore this year. Said they're going to throw it. And they've got one guy who leads them in receiving yards, touchdowns. It's a game that I feel like our D-line can get some pressure. Their secondary can make some plays. Won't be surprised if we have a couple interceptions. And I'd like us to win by a score of something like 41 
to 14. 41 14. We have one last segment brought to you by no one, and it's probably my favorite segment that we have because Clay likes to throw out some random old businesses. Clay, who you got for tonight? Let's go with Nanwood Market. Nanwood Market. Let me tell you something about Nanwood Market. They have decorated my home. Lucy and the people at Nanwood Market are fantastic. You need something done for you, she can do it. She needs If, you, if she don't have it, she can find it. She's got about anything that you'd want or need. And if you are a coffee person, let me tell you, they've got hardened coffee there at Nanwood. And all of them there do a fantastic job. But you, I think if Lucy's making the coffee, you need to make sure you buy some. Because she, she I don't know what she does. I don't know if she's got magic pixie dust. I don't know what she's got. But Lucy's got it going on over there at Nanwood. Clay, did you know anything about Nanwood Market before you shouted them out? I have been twice, I think. But I, I did know they had coffee because Michaela got it one time, and I was very interested in the fact they had coffee there. It is a Kentucky coffee, I do believe, and they've got it there, and they've got everything else that you can imagine. They've got old stuff. they got new stuff. It looks old, but it's new. I don't know what you'd describe it as because Samantha goes in there a lot, and I just go in there for coffee. But it is the place to go for all of your various Nanwood Market needs, whatever those needs may be. I'm not exactly sure, but they it, you've got them. You've got the need. Go see Lucy at Nanwood Market. Well, Clay, that pretty much wraps it up for us. We always want to hear from you. Go like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter handle is at Tribe44Podcast. Instagram under the same handle. Facebook is Tribe44Podcast. Remember that Tribe 44 is all one word, and we also have the Mark Fudge text machine at 302-924-2244. This has been the Tribe 44 podcast. Make sure to go hit subscribe on your favorite listening service so that you never miss any content. We'll talk to you later. Let's go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go-getter, put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. Clay, who's more competitive, you or Michaela? Me. Michaela's not very competitive at all. You know what? I lose that in my house, I think. I was going to say, yeah, Sam's more competitive. I'm one, Sam. of the most competitive. I'm one of the most competitive people I know. And Sam and is over. Sam is more competitive than I am. But Sam, well, here's the thing. Sam's Sam tries to get in your head. She wants to get in your head. And she will uh, – there was a time period where I could block her out, but that time has gone. We played Connect Four the other day, and I had her beat. I had won, and she was so deep into my head. She had bought real estate in there and was just living there that I didn't even see that I had won two different times, and she ended up beating me. She's, she's just what she is. I don't know why she is the way she is, Clay. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs>